When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report. For... <laughs> are, you, are you singing? I'm not sure. It might be coming from Tony here. I'm going to mute him just a second here. Welcome to the Hammer Down Racing Report. It's not coming from that. I'm not sure where that's coming from. What did you do to my camera? Oh, oh! All right, there we go. We're good now. I forgot to mute that. Oh. Welcome to the Hammer Racing Report, show number three ten. We were a little unprepared. Uh, we were a little preoccupied watching the the Gateway Dirt Nationals uh, just a couple minutes ago. Um, it's the Hammer Down Race Report, part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, coming at you live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter uh, from the John Young Racing Racing for First Responders Dave Kemmer Studio. Uh, this is, uh, show, as I mentioned, show number 310 for uh, Thursday, December 14th. We got some uh, giveaway stuff we're going to be doing next week on the show, uh, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Cool stuff? Uh, it has to do with the hangover race at Sandusky Ooh. Speedway. So uh, a lot to get to there. We have our uh, giveaway for a Hammerdown Racer Report window sticker. Again, the special edition one that just looks like a white blob if you're looking at the screen there here. Let's... Uh, there, it's that one. Hashtag DCR. Put that in the uh, comments of our Facebook Live or the YouTube Live. We'll do that drawing at the end of the show. And also tonight on the show, uh, we're featuring the 2023 Limeland tra- champions, including Thunderstock champion Tony Anderson and the modified uh, champion Todd Sherman. Uh, Sherman's actually down running the Gateway Dirt National, so you may be wondering how we're going to do that. Yeah. I talked to him the other day. Oh, that's cheating, so, Scott. It was bowling night, so I didn't even invite you to come over oh, and do it. Yeah, well, you, were, you knew I wasn't going to be know, here. I know. Got to have your priorities. So, we'll hear from Todd Sherman uh, a little bit later. Tony Anderson uh, standing by in, in the green room right now before we get to uh, him. Got to mention freeze frame photos for all your racing photo needs from action shots to victory lane. They have custom uh, print magnets, uh, can koozies, tumblers, and, and other uh, gift items. Still time to uh, get those gift items before Christmas. Yeah. He gets he, he's got a pretty good turnaround on those and uh, gift certificates. All about gift certificates. Uh, twenty twenty four calendars. Those are, are great gifts as well. Time running out to get in on those. I believe if you order within the next few days, you got plenty of time. If you wait until uh, next week, <laughs> you might might be too late. But uh, you can get those twenty twenty four calendars uh, anytime. For Christmas. But exactly. you, you can get them after Christmas. Yeah. Um, and don't forget, uh, racers, uh, you want to get your uh, sponsors a little something, you know, for thanking them for, for sponsor, for, uh, yeah, for giving you money right. during the season or helping you out with whatever. Uh, and, of course, uh, Freeze Frame from Returning is the official track champ or track champions, track photographers at Oakshade Raceway. I'm just all discombobulated because I was... 
<laughs> wasn't really uh, focusing. Uh, call Charlie, 419-476-9978. Freeze frame photo, special moments frozen in time. Also, uh, Ryan Miller Race Car is there in Lambertville, Michigan. Give him a call, 734-856-7223. He's got a lot of truck chassis in his shop right now. Yeah, there's three of them. Uh, but well underway. Uh, it's still time to get uh, gift certificates for... Uh, Absolutely. For Ron Miller race cars as well. Christmas Eve works just fine. And those gift certificates can be used on parts, labor, whatever. Anything that's available through Ron Miller race cars. You want to give someone a gift certificate for a race chassis? We can do that. It probably won't. The chassis probably (laughs) won't be ready, but. Gift certificate will. There you go. Um, <laughs> give Ron a call, 734-856-7223, but do it after the show because he's busy right now. I also got to mention Dominator Race Products, uh, Bentley Shaw down there at uh, Gateway Dirt Nationals. DCR Graphics, they are the sponsor of our uh, Hammerdown Racing Report window sticker giveaway. Don't forget, hashtag DCR. You only have to do that once in the comments of uh, Facebook Live or the YouTube Live. There is a hack, though, I did notice, because uh, if you do it more than once... It doesn't yeah. matter. It only counts you as one time. Really? But if you do it once on the YouTube and once on the Facebook, you're in twice. You get two. Ooh. I think I saw that. That's how I, I think. Don't uh, quote me on that. So if you want an extra chance, uh, you got to do a little bit of extra work for that. Is that anything like traction control in your race car? Or it's, it's cheating? It's not really cheating. It's more working the system. I understand. Okay. And, and that's what you're going to tell the tech inspector. Exactly. It's like it's like being creative with the rules you're given. I don't know what you're talking about. I uh, also got to mention Oakshade Raceway as well. How about uh, we bring in our 2023 Thunderstock champion, Mr. Tony Anderson. Tony, how's it going? Oh, wait, I muted him. Hold on. Let me unmute you here. Oh, wait, you are unmuted. Talk to us, Tony. Can you hear me now? Oh, we got gotcha. you. Yeah. We got gotcha. you. <laughs> All right. Okay. Did Rusty win his heat race? Yes, he did. Yes. Very yes, good. He, yep. he changed his line with three laps to go, and that won it for him. The high line was going away. Well, that's all we needed. Thanks. Uh, thanks for checking in with us tonight. You have a great night. Awesome. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, Tony Anderson, uh, congratulations. Uh, another track championship for you. Uh, two wins this year, nine uh, top fives. Uh, you finished third in the points in the modified as well. So, I mean, uh, overall, how, how would you rate your, your season? Well, with the budget that we have, I'd rate it pretty good. I technically won my whole 23 season i won 14 races between three divisions so i'm pretty happy with that well yeah speak speaking of that how many tracks i mean because i was when i was i do i actually do do a little bit of prep here but i saw that you ran a whole bunch of different tracks a whole bunch of different types of cars and trucks what all tracks did you get to this year what all have you raced in this year well honestly we stayed closer to home um and uh i end up running uh let's see uh one, two, three, four, five, six racetracks, um, four divisions of racing. I won five races in the dirt track truck series. I won nine races in my super stock, and we won a race in the modified. Not too shabby. And uh, 30 years, 30 championships for you. What? Uh, Where did the majority of those uh, championships come? I think, I'm, uh, I think I've won 14 of them at Lima Land and between the modified and the super stock. Uh, I know I won uh, 19 
it was a long time ago. Obviously, I'm going to show my age now, but 1995 at Millstream and 1996, same track called Flag City. Those were my first two. So I'm going to say the majority of them were at uh, Lima Land. Awesome. So that's where I got my start from 1996 at Millstream. Yeah. Announcing? Yeah. Ooh. I remember him winning the championship out of yeah. all 20. Every, every, every once in a while, I get lucky. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Which out of all those cars, uh, do you have a preference as to uh, which one you prefer driving, or do you just like anything with wheels? I love racing. I will drive anything. You know, I've won my, I've won, I'm up to 405 feature wins after this season in seven different divisions. Wow. And um, I, I like the modified, but it's really it is out of control when it tracks. You know, I, I don't know if it's some of my budget, my driving style or whatever, but when the tracks get dry, I, I'm really tough. But when they're hammered down and rough, man, it's just not really my forte. My thinking in my cowboy days, I think, are a little behind <laughs> me. You know, I don't, I don't like getting up Saturday morning with a kink of my neck. <laughs> but uh, but I'm going to say probably probably the super stock. I did have a lot of fun this year running that dirt truck. I mean, that thing's so fun to drive. And uh, um, probably if I had a – one of my funnest races was uh over at waynesville this year with the truck we uh broke leading the heat race had to start dead last and the feature was passing for i think fifth or sixth uh five or six laps into it got spun out i grabbed the gear and saved it but they threw the caution for safety had to go to tail again i'm back and still won the race and, and now uh, is that one fought. of is that one of king racing's trucks yes Andy King owns the truck that I drive. Okay. I also won in uh, this year over at Gas City in the one S truck, which is owned by Mike Sawmiller. I won in that truck too. But, but uh, yeah, I just, the, the tongue was hanging out of its mouth afterwards. Andy doesn't have a lot of money in that truck. And uh, I had it pinned to the floor for about five laps. I was a little aggravated, but I uh, put on a heck of a show. And that, that was one of the funnest trips to victory I this year. But, you know, it, I'm 54 years old. And to get to do this, I feel truly blessed. And to, Stand in victory lane 14, 15 times this year. I, I feel really blessed to be able to do that. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Didn't uh, didn't one of those uh, wins come at Eldora too? Yes, yes. We uh, we finally got a nice dry slick track down there. My little engine that could got her done, and uh, the car was really hooked up. It, we're pretty fast in the heat, just a little off. And uh, actually, I got to give props to Craig Dittman that night because him and I had a conversation and. Uh, he gave me a suggestion I hadn't thought of, and that car was super locked down in the feature, and very, it was a it was a great race. I've taken advice from Craig a few times; it's worked out positively as well. So <laughs> I can relate. Um, how do you? Uh, you mentioned uh, Millstream, Flag City, whatever uh, you want to call it. Uh, Millstream coming back. Are you, are you excited about that? Uh, have you heard anything about any possible stock car races uh, there this year? Well, I haven't heard about their scheduling or the amount of races. I'm assuming they're going to have to go into it kind of, kind of low key the first season, minimal amount of races. Um, I know that they contacted me a couple months ago. They wanted me to come down and interact in some, a couple of their meetings and kind of represent the fender cars. And I was more than willing to do that. But every time they scheduled it, I was racing somewhere. So it never, never transpired for me. Well, uh, if you do get to represent us Fender car drivers, uh, make sure to uh, to do it well and and ask for some races. <laughs> well, I do my best, and I, I'm going I'm going to be honest with you. Everywhere I raced this year, Montpelier, Indiana, Eldora, Waynesfield, 
uh, Lima Land. No matter the car count, there was eight cars, 18 cars, 25 cars. I feel like the stock cars really put on good racing this year. You know, I raced, I had a privilege of racing with you over at Oakshade and uh, over at Fremont. And, uh, and, and once again, great racing, very competitive side by side, two, three wide. And that's what it's all about with these fans. It's, it's not about one guy setting sail and half tracking everybody. It's about the racing. And, and I, I get a lot of positive feedback that, that no matter where we're at, what we're doing, me and my team, you know, we put on good shows and, and I feel like it, it makes the people feel like they're spending their money wisely to watch a class act race. You were talking about uh, having run at Oakshade and, uh, and Fremont. Uh, that showdown series pays pretty well, and uh, it, it really seems to be a good mix of, of different kinds of uh, race vehicles. You know, it really does. Honestly speaking, this is only my opinion. Nothing set in stone or anything, but if Millstream was smart, if they're going to schedule some of those races, they would, they would continue you know, the Lima, the Eldora, the Oakshade, the trucks, the cars, combining everything and you're going to get huge car counts you're going to have a great racing and if they were smart they would entertain that idea i think millstream was calling them structs there for a while yeah. right yeah and that uh, seemed to work out pretty good uh, when when the hammers not related to me were were running the track there yeah i i agree i agree you know i went to oakshade for the first leg of that and and uh the track has a little bit of character and a little it, <laughs> just <laughs> uh, I'm being nice on radio, <laughs> but uh, and it was fast. You know, it was tacky, and, right. and I don't run a, a high dollar motor in that car. And and uh, we were actually up to fifth and fourteenth. I locked up a right front brake and moved across the line seven. So we developed some passing points and went to Fremont. Track got a little drier. Me and Craig, of all people, put on a real good race there. I ran second. Yes. I, was, I was supposed to start eighth in that feature, but I couldn't make it back during the week. The rain came and kind of ruined it for everybody. And the narrowing opportunity to get in was during the week, which I respect that, you know. And, and uh, but I I have plans to run that deal again next year. I really like that. Awesome. There's a yeah. racing with you, Scott. You, yeah. you you still hold a pretty wheel, man. You really do. <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate that. And that's not just brown noser points. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, looking at, uh, at back at your Lima Land uh, Championship or any of your championships, really, how do you? Do you like uh, point racing? Do you go into a season with the with the mindset that, uh, hey, I'm going to go for the championship here, or do you just kind of let things happen, just go for the wins night after night, and the points fall where they may? Well, with the, what I do, I, I spend a little bit of money to modify it just to try to stay competitive or semi-competitive. But with the stock cars, for years now, I've been able to do this deal with, you know, stock car less than $13,000 in a turnkey. So with that being said, it's hard to go out and be the fastest car every, every night with that kind of money in the car with that kind of budget. But I feel like what I bring to the table was a whole lot of consistency, you know, a smart racer. Yep. And if the car isn't right, I don't knock the wall down trying to prove a point. I get what I can get and there's always next week. And, and so that's provided a lot of championships, a lot of points battles for me. So what, what uh, would you say would be your most memorable night at Lima Land uh, this past season and, and why? Probably, oh, man, there was a couple of them. Um, prior to the night, we won the modified race, uh, dry slick track, got down on the bottom, won it by a quarter of a track, didn't abuse the car, didn't abuse the tires. Um, it was a very fun, some people would call it, boring 
20 lap feature, but it was, it, it, that's what I look forward to. And the tracks are slow and low. I hook the car up. I don't have to worry about the angles and, and, and the throttle and we just do our thing. So that night there was a lot of fun. Um, the last night was too really being able to win the invitational feature and then turn around and win the king of the quarter mile. Um, but like I said before, when tracks dry off, that's really where I shine. I've, I've got a good right foot, even though it's numb, I, it probably helps me. But, um, I just think that, uh, I think that, that when the tracks are hammered down, I can still run them, but when we, they start getting a little character in them, I, that's when I start backing off the gas. Cause I don't have the money to put new parts in my car every night. And, and uh, I was vocal earlier in the year at a certain racetrack. I won't mention it. Uh, about some track conditions and they worked really hard to fix them after that and did the best they could. And I appreciate that. And, and I wasn't trying to make anybody mad or make myself public enemy. Number one, I was just voicing my opinion. Sometimes you just got to let, let, uh, let your mouth go. I, I did. I parked it on the front stretch and, uh, and I had a discussion. The fans were on my side and, and the powers that be were looked down on me for a few weeks, but, uh, but, you know, like I said, they honestly, they listened. They did the best they could with what they had to work with. And uh, hopefully next year we can we can get things more consistent. And uh, personally, I like dry slick racetracks. I think when they get wide, it's much better racing. Um, but that's just personal preference. And it's coming from me. I've got a picture on my wall in my office. Uh, Oakshade Raceway, black slick, bottom to top, four wide, nobody touched, fantastic racing. There you go. Perfect example. It's exactly what I'm talking about. Every track, big or small, seems like it's excellent racing when the track widens out. And it's hard for it to widen out if you've got a big, thick cushion in one lane racing. Absolutely. And, and I know a lot of tracks had uh, issues this this past season with a lot of character uh, and yeah. other other issues. But uh, uh, do, do you feel that, uh, you know, competing in two classes, at least at Lima Land, uh, on a weekly basis... Uh, running the modified and the thunderstock, do you think that uh, gives you a little bit of an advantage, some extra track time, or does that actually work against you as far as uh, being a little too busy to focus on on one or the other? I think I have so many laughs in the super stock that it doesn't matter <laughs> if I run the mod first. However, there are nights that if I run the super stock reverse, I feel it does help me in the modified. I, I really do. I, I, I can feel things on in the racetrack and, and – anymore they run them back to back so the track don't have an opportunity to change when you come in jump out of one car and then the other and and they're telling me there's going to be eight or nine truck races on the schedule next year now instead of just three so it sounds like i'm going to be triple doing it most of the year over there there you go i'm going to have to make you more time to get on a treadmill this year this winter i think <laughs> how about sprint cars any experience in those i got asked to hot lap a car for ron hammonds about six or eight years ago and i end up turning down i figure my dog has been knocked around enough i don't need to improve that any so i'm just gonna keep keep the fenders or keep the the uh driving the cars that have starters in them and uh i'll let the i'll let the real cowboys drive them sprint cars yeah i i i did a a test session once it's it's definitely different it, it it's not as foreign as you would think though well, and, and I, obviously I know a lot of people I've been doing this forever, but I've been told by numerous, uh, uh, resources that the people drove those cars that you drive them a lot more throttle than you do these cars. Right. You basically race those cars with the gas pedal. Yep. 
Absolutely. I mean, that, I'd love. That was it. what I learned. I, I'd love to experience sometime a big right rear and late model or, or, or sprint car. It's, it's obviously it's not in our budget. It's all we can do just to keep getting to the racetrack every year. We just had to put a lot of money in our in our truck or toter, and and uh, doesn't happen very often. But when it does, puts a big dent in the budget. Any uh, any big obstacles uh, you had to, or setbacks you had to overcome during the season with the the Thunderstock uh, on your way to the championship, such as maybe a, a, an engine that became toast? Uh, yes, sir. Sounds like you had an inside source on that one. <laughs> <laughs> what was that all about? Well, champion championship week before championship week, the weekend before, uh, my car was popping in background every time I started at Limeland. I thought, now it's the only track that was running a two barrel. I honestly thought because I'd already lost a two barrel carburetor earlier in the year, I thought it was a carburetor issue. We got through the night with it. it didn't really run the best, but put the four barrel on to go to Indiana and was doing the same thing. That where he got me one there at the end of that feature with three laps to go, it went from 195 to 240. Oh, no reason whatsoever. So obviously Monday we pulled the spark plugs out of it and something didn't look right. Number three spark plug. So we, and the engine was three years old, my good engine. So I thought I blew a head gasket. I'm not going to put a head gasket on the motor. It needs rebuilt. So we pulled it out, put the backup in for the rest of the season. And <laughs> I ain't got time to tear that thing down a month ago and ended up burning a piston because my distributor failed. Oh, I mean, I don't know why a 10 year old distributor would break, but you know, I suppose it's possible. And but, you, said, uh, you said that happened yeah. uh, the week before season championship night championship. So we showed up to the championship with our backup motor and it was way different. And my guys, right after we qualified, bless their hearts, they busted their bus. We had changed gears and everything else to try and steal the deal on that title. And you ended up, uh, what'd you finish fourth? I think in that final think, feat in the, yep, yep, yep. And it, and it still wasn't where it needed to be, but to be quite honest with you, I, I didn't own the gear big enough <laughs> to put in the car with that slug. We had to finish the season with, so it, uh, but it, it worked out good for us. It was my 30th championship. And, you know, I try to tell people I've never won a championship. It's always been we, and that was the case this year. And, and uh, instead of getting my my mug on Lima's racetrack next year, we made arrangements to get my whole team put on there instead. And that's what it's all about. Yep. Now, so speaking of that, uh, are there any folks you want to thank, uh, sponsors, crew members, uh, family members that, that helped you out? Oh, man, goodness gracious. We'd be here all night if I tried to hit everybody. But, <laughs> uh, you know, Neil Sterling's been by a longtime crew chief for that Superstock for, what, 18 years now? Um, he's been with me forever. He knows how to put up with my tantrums and what I expect out of the car and he works hard on during the week. Uh, we have Ron Bounds. He's a retired Marine that helped us uh, every other weekend. And uh, Keith Mayer helped us a lot. My brother T.I. put some gears together for us. Um, you know, my wife supports me. All these racetracks I go to and run around every Friday and Saturday and occasionally during the week. And, uh, uh, you know, my mom's been on the team forever. It helps out. Uh, we had a couple of UNOA students this year. Kinsley, she moved on. She graduated, moved back to Indiana. Um, I just, my sponsors, you know, Texas Roadhouse and uh, Mid-American Cleaning, Web Insurance, um, you know. Um, I know I'm forgetting a boy on it. I don't have them right in front of me. But uh, I'm, I'm truly blessed to have mostly the same sponsors I've had for many, many, many years. And, uh, and the crews, I've had different crew members throughout the years um but but probably 
you know, I drove a modified Limeland for a couple of years for, for Alan Eric Austin, but, but to be honest with you, my longtime car owner, Troy Bridenball, he, uh, he's been, I mean, we're brother-in-laws, but technically we're more brothers than we are car owner and driver. We get along real well and he supports it 100%. And, and, uh, I don't know if you ever heard this story, but back in 2001, he had already sponsored me for two years and he come to me and said, me and my family are having a blast right down the figure. I want to buy your team. I, I want to be a car owner. I told him I don't need to write down a figure. All my stuff's wore out. You can have it all. I'll give you everything <laughs> I own. Just keep me going. And, uh, him and I have won 28 championships together. I won the first two Millstream and flag city without him, but other than that, we've been a bonded pair. And it's been a really fun ride. Wow. Nice. That's pretty amazing. So uh, I, yeah. I know you mentioned uh, that you might be doing triple duty some nights uh, next year, but what uh, what exactly are your plans for next season to kind of do the same thing? I think so. I honestly think, you know, we missed a couple of races at Eldora, but I think this year we might try to hit all the races at Eldora. Um, I'm obviously going to run Lima Land. Um, I'm a big fan of Montpelier, Indiana. Um, it, depending on what there's when their schedule comes out and what all they're running over there. Um yeah, I like running tracks within a couple hours. You, you may see me up at Butler, Michigan, a couple of times, Gas City, Indiana, but I don't, I don't see us traveling real far away. We're not going to go to Florida again this year. Just, I don't have the budget for, it, and there's so much money to spend that could go towards racing around here during the season. Um, you know, with tires two hundred dollars a piece and everything else up through the roof, and I just, we just try to race within our means. And honestly, we. There's only been a couple of years within the last several, several years that we haven't had some money left over at the end of the season after our bills are paid. And I think that's pretty astonishing. It yeah. is. Well, uh, some of the reason for that, though, is because we don't have a lot of money. We we don't have a $60,000 modifier. We don't have a $15,000 stock car motor. We just, you know, the car race this year, I actually bought off Todd Sherman over the winter for $7,000. And it had everything but the motor. You're talking about just, the modified then? No, the stock car. Stock car. Oh, okay. So we just dumped our $6,000 motor in it, and that's what I raced with all year and won a lot of races and did real well with it. Nice. Just goes but, to uh, prove that you don't have to put a lot of money into it. I don't think you do. The The biggest time that it really shows up with me and my mod and my stock, my lack of funds in the cars, is probably the bigger tracks, like Belusha or Eldora. Um, we do okay at Montpelier because I've got a million laps around that place. And... uh I know me and Todd have been having some fun with the uh, all-time winner at Limeland. He took it from me when he won the King of the Quarter, and then when I won the King of the Quarter, I tied him again. So I, I think we're entering 24 tied again for the all-time wins at Limeland. So I, uh, if I've got to run seven divisions or whatever, I'd like to hold on to that. <laughs> you just need to beat him more in the modified then. That would be nice. <laughs> that we're, we're It's not from lack of effort. We're trying, believe me. He's just... There's a lot of good drivers out there, and the modifieds are so close anymore. You know, when they started qualifying them weekly, you could see it. We were talking tens of seconds between 13, 15 cars. And uh, I just I, – that's another thing. I think the Pildor draws old news now. I think that class is way too competitive for Pildor. I think all right. qualify them weekly. I, I think most tracks are that way anymore. I think they're turning that way, and I totally agree with that. I just – I think that class is way too, too – competitive and even and and when you get on a short track especially when they dry out then all of a sudden the sixty dollar thousand dollar modified that 
doesn't have a big advantage over my $30 thousand dollar modified right. makes more well, nice. Well, well uh, with, with transponders and, and scoring loops, um, it, it's real easy to do group qualifying. So really it yeah. doesn't take any more time than, than just a hot lap set. I totally agree. It takes more than no, no more time and it actually cuts down on cause directions during the heat race. Right. I've seen and, it. and it, and it puts the, the lineup back in the hands of the driver. Yes. Yep. Yep. As a guy, when I was starting my racing career, yeah, I would be, I'm all for the pill draw. Yeah. I might have a chance of getting a pole or something, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, so for the newer guys, the slower guys, pill draw is great, but then, you know, I, I but, I, but, uh, what you were saying, you I mean, start dead last you're, in a stacked then, heat then, race. Yeah. And... Then you're like, ah, I don't like this pill draw anymore. <laughs> yeah, that for happened. sure. It, 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 Scott, Remember that heat race we were in at Oakshade on, on that big race? Oh, yeah. Was, imagine if that was all set up by pill draw. How crazy <laughs> that would have been, you know? I just, you know, and I'm a, I've am been doing this a long time. I've got a lot of laps in a lot of different race cars, uh, at a lot of different tracks. And there were several times this year, even when we're qualifying, I'm starting third and fourth row because I dropped the ball in qualifying. That's totally on me. It has nothing to do with luck. Yep. Yep. And I accept that. It's a lot easier to accept that then than showing up Limeland, drawing a 50 and start the eighth in the heat like we were in over at Oakshade. It's like, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> but but I love racing either way, and I support it wholeheartedly. But I'm very opinionated, and the older I get, the more opinionated I get. It's like I'm getting more and more cantankerous from old age. Yeah, that, that I, know, I don't notice that in Ron at all. <laughs> no no opinions here scott <laughs> uh, any thoughts about retirement yet you know, or is that not even something that's entered your mind at this point well it's entered my mind a couple times when the night didn't go so well but it hasn't stayed very long i love doing what i'm doing yep. um my car owner already told me hey, we're ride or die when i retire he retires and uh i think if we can keep having some seasons like this, I, I can see myself doing a few more years. Um, it, it, as long as the money's there, the sponsor help is there. Uh, I know we lost one sponsor because they retired last year, but then we picked up two new ones now. And, and uh, I just, I want to make sure I'm never going to mortgage the house or sell my soul to go racing. I love racing, but I'm going to do it within my needs. And I feel like, honestly, me and my team are one of the best at doing it with, with no money. And we just yep. make things flash. You know, I had the crossbar weld to break on a distributor that burnt a piston and a motor. The distributor's 10 years old. You know, we just try to stretch things out and make them last as long as we can. I, I know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, you'll know when, when, when it quits being fun. And I haven't gotten there yet. And, and, and I know darn well you haven't. Nope, I haven't. And you're right about that. You know. Two years ago, I think it was, we had a frustrating year and it wasn't as fun. But when I show up to the track and all of these different bands and racers talk to me during the course of the night, we go out there and we compete. It's 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 just an amazing feeling. I wish everybody in the world could experience it. It'd probably be a better place, to be honest with you. Yep. I'd have a lot more money if I didn't enjoy it so much. <laughs> I would, too. I feel, I feel you. <laughs> Tony, uh, always a pleasure talking to you. Congratulations again on, on your 30th championship Looking forward to uh, racing with you in the Showdown Series next year and uh, maybe uh, talking to you again at the end of the year with uh, Championship 31 and maybe 32. Maybe you win a couple classes next year. Boy, that would be awesome. It's always a pleasure to talk to you guys. And 
just let me say before we go there, I really appreciate what you guys do for racing and everything. Thanks. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. All right, guys. Thanks, Take care, Tony. Tony. Yep. Have a good one. You too. There you go. Tony Anderson, your uh, 2023 Limeland Thunderstock champion. Yeah. 30, and that's a good class. It really is. Championship. Yeah, it is. It's pretty competitive there. Yep. I was happy to actually get down there first time. I, first time I've ever been to Lima Land was uh, just this past summer. So really, it was pretty fun. Yeah, as a racer. No, as a I was I filled in for for Jerry for oh, one okay. night uh, announcing, right. but it was the first time I've ever been there at all, okay. either as a racer or fan oh, okay. or, or anything. But uh, all right, uh, we got Todd Sherman. We're gonna. Uh, talk to here in just a second got to mention oakshade raceway where the fastest meet to race uh check out oakshaderaceway.com there is at least one official event on the schedule summer nationals summer nationals there you go if uh, you want to find out when that's going to be the birthday race uh check out oakshaderaceway.com you can follow them on twitter facebook instagram or tiktok uh to keep up to date on everything going on at oakshade and uh there's some stuff going on at the track that's just not being publicized, but uh, good things, though. Yeah. Definitely good things. Uh, I was going to mention DCR Graphics. Check them out for uh, full wraps uh, for your race car. They also specialize in banners, stickers, die-cast, T-shirt designs. Uh, they can do uh, pretty much any kind of graphic for any kind of car, sprint cars, late models, modified stock cars, compacts. You can also order your official Hammerdown Racing Report window stickers. That would be these. The one we're giving away tonight is... Wrong way, Scott. I keep doing that. There we go. That's the one you can buy. $5 for, for uh, that one. Stick it on your uh, regular car. Stick it on your race car. If you stick it on your race yeah. car, you can take a picture, send it to us on uh, Facebook, and you become part of the uh, Hammerdown Down Army. Racing Army. Yeah, And we'll report on your uh, your races each yeah. show, each week, as long as you let me know what they are because I don't have time to track down. The Army's getting pretty big. It is. a pretty big army. We're going to have to take over the world or something. I don't know. Uh, DCR Graphics, locally owned and operated, and uh, just in time for the holidays, he's got gift certificates as well. So uh, give Dale a call. You can call or text him, as a matter of fact, 419-308-9523. Check him out on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash Graphics, And uh, I believe uh, he just put out his pricing for uh, as a, 2024. Current, yeah, that's going to be uh, for, for next year on his Facebook And still uh, Facebook very page. reasonable. Absolutely. There you go. And once again, uh, hashtag DCR to win that special edition Hammerdown Racing Report window sticker. We'll do that drawing at the uh, conclusion of the show. Right now, though, let's get uh, into our uh, conversation with the 2023 Lima Land Modified Champion, Mr. Todd Sherman. We're here with the 2023 Lima Land Modified Champion, Todd Sherman. How's it going, sir? Going good. Congratulations. Uh, how many championships is this for you now? I think it's 10, ten at Lima Land. Jeez. How, how many overall, approximately? It's round 25. How do you feel about uh, point racing? Is that something you set out to do at the beginning of the season, or is it just kind of happen? No, we do at Lima Land. Uh, we won the region too, but our goal starting out was to win Lima Land and the UMP. I think they call it the Eastern Region, which has uh, Lima, Eldora, Waynesville, Montpelier, Butler, Michigan. 
those tracks are all in our region. And the main reason is, is because a lot of times racing doesn't make sense because you're spending more than you're going to win, but it has to make a little bit of sense. And so we kind of go after the point money. Lima has a really good point fund. The region pays pretty good. So we just do that so that, you know, if we do win it, it, it kind of offsets some of our cost. So did you get the, uh, the region championship? I did. This year yes. Yep. Congratulations on that. Oh, that's pretty Thank impressive. You. This was one of those years I ended up with uh, 13 second place finishes. So <laughs> I was right there. Like almost every time I lost several of them by, you know, less than, you know, two tenths of a second, one tenth of a second. Just, I was on them, just didn't get enough laps, you know, and, but you know, I'll take 13 seconds. It's better than having a tore up race car. Two wins and uh, seven top fives at Lima land. What, uh, what is your most memorable night uh, this past season at Lima land? Probably the, the last night, just because it was a non point race, but it was an invitational, the top 20 in points. And then the King of the quarter and, uh, my this is my son's first year racing, and he ended up getting rookie of the year, which that was one of our goals too. And uh, in the Invitational, he lost control of his car, and he took me out and oh. tore up both of our cars. But his had the least amount of damage, so I ran it in the King of the Quarter Mile, started uh, third row inside, and I won that in his car, and that that was pretty exciting. I kind of got on his case a little bit because he wiped me out and. I said, it ain't no different than being mad at somebody else if they did it. Just because your son don't, you're my son, don't mean I can't get mad at you. <laughs> so, uh, uh, besides that obstacle, was there any other setbacks or obstacles uh, you had to overcome during the season to get this championship? Well, about halfway through the year, the, uh, Troy Caterine was running really well. He, he's really good on the bottom and, and, um, I, I don't, I think he had the point lead for a while. I don't remember. There was one night where everybody's just catfishing around the bottom. I thought, man, I got to go to the outside because I'm not going to get nothing done. And I went to the outside and I didn't make any ground. I tried to get back to the bottom and I, I cut Jeff cause off and I flattened my own tire because I was trying to get to the bottom. He apologized. And I told him, you know, on your fault, I was, you know, I, I went out there and tried to make something happen. When I tried to get back to the bottom, you were in there and I just, I flattened my own tire. Well, that put us kind of back a little bit, but we was able to, you know, rally back and make up some ground. So what what do you like uh, most about racing at, at Lima Land? It's very professionally ran. You know, they you might not like everything they do, but, I mean, the rules are the same all the time. And with the NASCAR deal, the point money's good. Um, the awards yeah, are saw- good. I saw your name on uh, on on Blaney's uh, on his uh, cup car. Was wasn't it on the cup car? Yeah, yeah. That was, was, was that part cool. of that deal? What what was that all about? So the uh, the championship night was before the Michigan race, and so I was crowned the champion. So they NASCAR got the results, so they put me on his car as the you know the Whalen short track champion at Lima Land, and and then they sent me a message and showed me, and I thought oh, that's that's pretty cool, and I. I made a joke that I said, just like that, he'll get all the judgment calls and be the track favorite and everything with my name on his car. And he went in and won the championship. And he, won, and he was at the banquet when me and my son was there and uh, giving out a award. And I thought, man, I'll get a picture with him and tell him that I helped, you know, get him to that championship. <laughs>
plans for next year? Um, you said this is your, your son's first full season. I remember talking to you guys a little bit before a season championship night at uh, Lima Land. Uh, you're still going to keep racing. You're going to be supporting him. What's what's going on for next year? No, I'm I'm going to keep racing. I, I the older I get, it's like I know I don't probably have that many races left, so I'm going to race more than I ever have just to try to get as many in as I can before <laughs> before I can't do it anymore. And then my son, my son's probably just going to run Lima Land. He's he's got two kids and one on the way and. Uh, me and him bought a restaurant together with our wives and that takes a little bit of our time up. We enjoy doing that. So with the race car shop and the restaurant and him having the kids, it's a little bit tough to, you know, race like I do. Man, you guys are busy. Uh, and you got uh, the gateway dirt nationals this weekend. Um, how many times uh, have you been down there for that? This will be the second year. You know, the first couple of years we tried to campaign to get an invite. You got to get invited and, and it, we never got one, so I gave up, and I thought, well, since they're playing favoritisms, if I get an invite, I won't go. And then I got an invite, and I'm like, I'm going. So <laughs> so was last year the first year then? Last year was the first year, and I thought we ran pretty well. We had a car with some motor issues, but we didn't know it when we was down there. But I thought I was going to make the race, but a car hit the pit exit and jumped up in the air, and he landed on the back of my car and tore the, the main hoop bar in the back out. They told me that it had too much damage and that I had to pull off the track. Other than that, it looks like it's a lot of fun down there. I kind of wanted to go this year myself, but things didn't work out. I mean, how, how much fun is it down, down there? Just it's a overall? very, it's almost like a, like a carnival atmosphere. There's so many vendors and people selling and all the big name guys are there. And it, I mean, it's just, and they do a great job of creating drama. And if there's conflict on the track, they run right down there and get in their face and get them to, you know, say things they might regret later, but they, <laughs> yeah. they play it on jum, Jumbotron and then everybody in the whole arena. It's like you'll see them, you know, booing some guy and then the guy will pass for the lead and they all cheer for him. It's like, I don't even think they know whose side they're on. They just want to cheer, I guess. You just you need to you need to get into the fence and roll over like Charlie Mefford last year. Nobody knew his name until that happened and they got the microphone in front of him. I think he had a pretty good plan for that deal. I mean, he might have done it intentionally after <laughs> listening to him. I'd rather right. be my claim. My claim to fame would be to win it, and not you know destroy my car. Well, uh, we'll definitely be watching you this weekend, and we wish you luck on that. Before we let you go, though, any uh, any sponsors or any uh, anybody you want to thank for uh, helping you out this past season? Yeah, we got quite a few. If it wasn't for my friends, you know, racing ice in the past was about friends getting together and going racing and for a while i thought oh that don't work anymore it's about money but it's still about friends i mean the, the cost of the cars are you know kind of out of hand i guess but if it wasn't um for friends i probably wouldn't be racing i, I had a guy stop by the shop tonight and give me a couple hundred bucks had a guy call me say hey if you go to the dome i'll give you 500 bucks and i thought okay and then i had another guy just a random guy sent me he's a customer of ours who lives um down by Evansville, I think, but I know Terre Haute, but anyways, he sent me a hundred dollars in a check and said, Hey, use this to go to the dome. And so, uh, vision homes is, is probably my biggest sponsor. And they supplied me with a couple engines and, uh, they just teamed up with Tristan Chamberlain vision homes racing. And they put him, he's going to run the world of outlaws a full season. Yeah. 
Well, that ought to be very interesting, and he's a very talented young man. Awesome. Well, Todd, like I said, good luck. And, and you know that uh, our guests typically go on to win their next race. So what uh, do you know what night you're racing? Thursday night. Thursday night. So when we're, we're airing this back, you're going to be probably uh, getting ready to go on the track. Yeah, it'll be on flow, so it should be pretty exciting. All right, well, we'll wrap up the show early then on Thursday so we can watch. Uh, actually, I want to do that anyway. So, uh, Todd, again, congratulations on the uh, championship season, another championship, and uh, we look forward to uh, watching you this weekend and uh, next year. Sounds good. Look uh, look for Dalton Lane down there, too. He's a Lima Land uh, local. He got an invite, so me and him will be uh, representing Lima Land. Man, I wish that uh, people would come to me and, so here's yeah. here's a hundred dollars. Go down to Gateway. A hundred dollars ain't going to get you in the front door. <laughs> well, uh, congratulations, though, again to uh, Todd Sherman, Tony Anderson, uh, your 2023 track champions at Lima Land Motorsports Park. Uh, got some news to get to, and then uh, we'll do how many chance to win some Big D's pizza. I went uh, I went with uh, John Young down to uh, Big D's on Did Sunday. You? Yeah, got some food. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, very nice. He called, wondered if I wanted Yeah, anything. he was surprised. You said you didn't want anything. Oh, Kathy already had dinner on the stove. <laughs> and uh... Uh, Make sure to give Dominator Race Products a, a call. They have what you need to be in uh, the winner circle. Dominator with 30 years of experience to put you out front. Hoods, fillers, doors, quarters. Uh, check out their composite ultimate uh, body panels, late model nose kits, three-piece modified valance kit. I believe their ultimate... Uh, Body panels. I think I just saw Bentley posted right They're before we came on that all IMCA classes. I am. Is it IMCA or IMCA? SA. IMCA. Okay. Yeah. The modifieds and the Late models and stock so it's approved cars. for yes. for that. So the right. good news for for Dominator and for those that uh, want Dominator that yep. run the IMCA uh, classes. Uh, give. Uh, Give uh, Dominator a call, 419-923-6970, or you can order online at dominatorraceproducts.com. Uh, Dominator Race Products also available from your local reputable race shops, such as Romulo Race Cars. Yeah. So there you go. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Got some uh, racing news to get through here. How about we do that? Oops. Made everything disappear. How about we do that right uh, now? Latest racing news. Actually, got quite a bit of news. Really? Yeah. Um, The Dirt uh, Car Summer Nationals will return for its 39th installment with a five-week lineup of events. Uh, This came out late last week. Uh, Late models will contest a total of 29 races over 33 days. That's why they call it the Hell Tour. Yeah. Uh, Starting with the season opener at Peoria Speedway on June 12th, traveling through nine states before ending with the season finale at uh, Wayne County Speedway in Orville, Ohio, on uh, Sunday, July 14th. Butler Motor Speedway scheduled for Thursday, July 11th, and then the uh, birthday race at Oakshade scheduled for Saturday, July 13th. So, cool. Yeah, that, 
That should be a busy week. Should be, yeah. And then uh, that's the penultimate uh, right. event on the schedule because then they go Sunday the following day at uh, at Wayne's, Wayne County for the uh, right. the finale uh, for that series. Hopefully it's uh, I was kind of surprised at a couple of tracks that are not on the schedule this year. Any in particular? Yeah, a couple of Michigan ones. Okay. Oh, well. <laughs> are you really surprised or was that sarcasm? No. I'm, okay. I wasn't sure. Uh, the uh, 2024 Ohio Sprint Speed Week was announced on uh, Saturday. It's uh, going to start at Attica Raceway Park on Friday, June 7th. Uh, then it's on to Fremont Speedway. I'm sorry. Yeah, Friday, June 7th. On to uh, Fremont Speedway on Saturday. Waynesfield Raceway Park on Sunday. Wayne County Speedway on Monday. Hilltop Speedway on Tuesday. Sharon Speedway on Wednesday. Muskegon County Speedway Thursday. Millstream Speedway on Friday. Yay! Uh, and the finale will be at Atomic Speedway on Saturday. All nine nights will be streamed on Flow Racing and Dirt Vision again. Uh, Ohio Sprint Speed Week this year being sanctioned um, by FAST. Right. I, I was pretty impressed that, that Flow and Dirt Vision are working together and uh, helping to make that happen. Uh, what do you think of Limeland not being on that schedule? I don't know. Were they on last year? I don't know. It's kind of a 360 track. It's okay. It's not I a agree with you. Yeah, track. you're right. Well, what about uh, Waynesfield? That was kind of sh- kind of a shocker. <laughs> uh, in any case, uh, that's your schedule for the Ohio Sprint Speed Week. Uh, Lucas Oil, or I'm sorry, the Lucas. I think I forgot to delete something there. Oh, okay. The. Uh, High Limit Sprint Car Series uh, announced they're going to have a charter system next year. Ten charters are actually starting next year. Ten charters are said to be handed out over the next two seasons. Five will be awarded at the end of 2024, and the other five will be awarded at the end of the 2025 season. Uh, At the end of the 2024 season, the top five teams in points will get those uh, charters. Uh, the first batch, that is. They don't have to buy them the way they do in NASCAR? Uh, not according to this. It, yeah. uh, it only They're counts awarded. It only counts for teams that are full-time with the series, though. Right. Um, at the end of the 25, 2025 season, the top five points that do not already have a charter will be gifted a charter. So, yeah, they don't okay. have to uh, pay for so that. So that means they're locked in to... So 10 teams will have a charter at the end of 2025. Media revenue will be shared with charter-backed teams beginning in 2026. So they won't really make anything until 2026. The uh, 10 charter teams will collect 50% of the streaming revenue earned uh, for the series annually. I'll bet that could be a big deal. That could. That could be a very big deal. So I I don't know. Is that – what what do you you feel about charter thing – Charter systems for for that kind of a series sounds a whole lot NASCAR-ish to me, but yeah. Well, the Lucas and, and Oil and Kyle would probably understand. Well, that. yeah, I mean, look where he races. Yeah, well, he races everywhere, I guess. But oh, uh, uh, here's where the the Lucas was coming from. That came from this uh, point. The uh, Lucas Oil Eight Model Dirt Series Chase for the Championship will put an even greater emphasis on the final four drivers in 2024. You me- remember the this past season, they kind of switched to a 
similar playoff kind of system that uh, that right. NASCAR has. Um, the uh, round by round format will continue to award teams uh, cash prizes at four different intervals throughout the season. However, bonus points will not be awarded after each round. The Big River Steel Big Four will now be settled at the 20th annual Lucas Oil Late Model Knoxville Nationals on September 21st. From there, the four championship contenders will battle for the 20th Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series National Championship at the remaining seven races of the season. Wow. So it's a little bit different this year then. But it's still... But only four drivers will have a shot at it. Right. In those last seven races. The final four. Uh, Faction 46 recently announced its launch. The team will run uh, full-time in the NASCAR Truck Series in 2024. Uh, Thad Moffitt has uh, been signed as the driver, the 23-year-old grandson of uh, the King Richard Petty. Of course, uh, we talked to him last year, two years ago, something like that. Uh, Faction 46 will get their equipment from Nice Motorsports. Uh, The motorsport duo of Leah Pruitt and Tony Stewart made news at the annual PRI show last weekend in Indianapolis. Uh, actually, last Thursday, as a matter of fact, regarding their respective racing careers, Pruitt announced she will temporarily step away from her uh, driving duties in the upcoming NHRA Mission Foods Pro Drag Racing Series to focus on starting a family with her husband, Stuart. That's going to be a shocker to Tony. Well, Tony's going to uh, he's going to race the the full season in her place. No, I I got that. Just, just Tony becoming start, a dad, starting a family. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know if that's a shocker or not. ASA Stars National Tour will once again headline the 36th Glass City 200 at Toledo Speedway. That'll be on September 14th in 2024. Daytona Speedway has paved uh, the remaining sections of grass along the back straightaway. Uh, I remember Ryan Priest went for that uh, wild ride last year, uh, caught the grass and kind of started flipping pretty good. And you go faster. You go faster, but it's smooth. Yeah. So you're not no, digging I'm into the, the grass. Oh, you, the grass go that. faster? Oh, yeah. For sure. You speed up. Whew. You should race in the grass. It makes you go faster, right? Yeah. Uh, NASCAR officials reinstated Cup Series driver Cody Ware on Tuesday. Ware had been suspended indefinitely by the sanctioning body on April 10th after the 28-year-old then he was 27 back then, uh, was arrested on a felony charge of assault by strangulation, inflict serious injury, and a misdemeanor charge of assault on a female. The charges have since been dropped. Thus his reinstatement. Scott. You got a, you got a fishy look on your face. I don't know any of the details uh, other no, than that. I, I so. understand. The charges have been dropped. Um that was kind of a knee-jerk reaction on NASCAR's part, uh, suspending him, fining him, whatever they were going to do, before he was proven guilty. They were just allegations. They were just uh, following the charges, I guess. Yeah. It, it just yeah. seems as though they don't you do need their to be proven guilty. Uh, before being alleged. How are they going to make up a complete lost season to Cody Ware? Yeah, that's a good point. I could, uh, I could cost you, uh, so could another driver, you know, accuse another driver or something, and then at the end of the season drop the charges? And- uh, there, there are just so many scenarios where false allegations could be made, and 
just screw up somebody's career, period. Yeah. Uh, on Wednesday, Trackhouse announced that uh, Shane Van Gisbergen will run the full 2024 Xfinity Series with uh, Colleg Racing in the number 97 Chevrolet Camaro in at least seven Cup Series races with Trackhouse. Uh, you remember Van Gisbergen yeah. won his very first Cup race there at the Chicago uh, Road Course. Uh, next year, he'll uh, run Cup Series races at Circuit of the Americas, Talladega, Charlotte, Chicago, Watkins Glen, and Las Vegas, in addition to uh, his uh, full Xfinity Series commitment. And uh, Trackhouse says he'll run at least these seven races uh, in the Cup Series, so there's a possibility for uh, for some more one-off races. Yeah. Former guest Katie, Katie Hedinger uh, will pilot a Cars Tour Pro late model and late model stock car under the Hedinger Racing banner in 2024. She is the first woman to lead the Cars Tour Series points. Uh, she did so from May until the end of October this year. She eventually finished second in points behind uh, Caden Vapel. Kvapel. 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 Thank you. Why don't we... K-V-A-P yes, is Quapple. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and we talked to Katie. Was that this past year? Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. There, Six, so seven many, years is all so, kind so of So many guests, together. Scott. Uh, Noah Gregson is getting another chance. 25-year-old NASCAR Cup Series driver who was suspended in August for liking a racially insensitive post on social media is back on the grid for 2024 after agreeing to a multi-year deal with uh, Stuart Haas Racing to drive the number 10 Ford Mustang. Yay. Gregson was suspended on August 5th and reinstated by NASCAR on September 12th. His most recent Cup start or Cup Series start for Legacy Motor Club came on July 30th at Richmond. So he hasn't hasn't competed in the Cup Series since uh, that whole suspension. For liking a post, well, uh, I guess uh, I guess people have to be cautious of yeah. what they like. Uh, Dean, yes, uh, I think the pizza was. I didn't actually get pizza. I got the uh, the the cheese boat, which was uh, good from Big D's. That's like my favorite. Scott, that's my go-to. How, how did I miss another driver making some starts next year in the Xfinity Series? Jimmy Johnson. What? coming out of retirement and running some races in the Xfinity series, three races. I didn't have that. Really? No. Is he? Yeah. I, I forget what races they were, but. Uh, Do you know who he's racing for? It seems like it might have been Legacy. Oh, I, I just makes sense. I, I, I caught it for a few minutes this afternoon. Interesting. Whoa. Um, and, and I guess it was announced last week, and I don't know how I missed that. I missed that, too. I don't know. Um, I probably filed that under the uh, I don't care file in my head with if it had Jimmy Johnson to do. Yeah, well. It's, anyway, uh, sad news to pass along. Wayne Rogers, affectionately referred to as Frida by some of his Oakshade uh, colleagues, lost his battle with cancer last evening. Uh, Wayne did a lot behind the scenes at Oakshade Raceway with creating the lineups, posting them up on uh, my race pass to uh, entering uh, entering in the uh, the final race results at the end of the night. Um, our thoughts and prayers go out to the Rogers and Oakshade Raceway family. Yeah. So, sad news. I, was, just, I just was talking to him like three weeks ago, just, too, because there was uh, some website stuff, and then all of a sudden this, I'm like, what the? Wow. Yeah. 
Uh, how do we transition from that to uh, do some how many? How many, Scott? Yeah, got some stuff to give away here. Uh, some Big D's Pizza, as I was just mentioning. Last week's uh, how many was uh, the number of touchdowns the Lions and the Browns will score this past weekend. Right. Thought the weather was going to be bad in both games. Weather wasn't bad. No. And uh, the Browns scored uh, quite a bit. Lions did not score enough. Uh, the Lions didn't show up no. for that game. So the total number of touchdowns, uh, well, there was two two touchdowns for the Lions, four touchdowns for the Browns, two separate games, but that didn't matter. It was just right. total, for, total for those two teams. So six was the see. magical number right. to uh, win a Big D's pizza. We had a tie. Two people chose really? six. And uh, Dean has uh, expressed... Uh, some displeasure when when I don't include him or I just discount him if he's one of the ones that won. So so he's in. So he's in. So he Ooh. can give it to whoever he wants. It's like a wild card. Ooh. So it's between Dean Henry and Gretchen Knapp, who both guessed six. So uh, here we go. We're going to spin the Big D's pizza wheel. Make sure yep, we we got that on there. Here we go. For a free Big D's pizza. Oh, I wasn't sure where that was going. Gretchen Knapp, congratulations. You have 30 days to claim your Big D's pizza. I, I wasn't. I, I thought Dean was going to win it there uh, for a moment. Uh, don't fret. We still have that uh, DCR graphic. Uh, who, who was the in-studio winner? Oh, we forgot about that, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, well, I didn't want to mention it because somebody in the studio picked six. Really? Yeah. Was and that you? It was not me. Really? So that would be you. I picked five. You went six. So. so congratulations. You get to go first for this week's How Many. Which is? Uh, well, before we get to that, uh, here's the update from producer Dave. Seven-time NASCAR Cup Series champion Jimmy Johnson set to return to the seat of the number 84 car for Which Legacy Motorsport Which is kind Motorsport of like 48. Club. Except in reverse or yeah. transposed. Uh, Semi-retired NASCAR legend. Jimmy Johnson will compete in at least three races. Wow. Advent Health, will, uh, which previously partnered with Trackhouse Racing and Chip Ganassi Racing, will move over to sponsor Johnson in three races. Healthcare firm will also sponsor Eric Jones' 43 car in six races. Right. So there you go. So there you are. Not that I didn't believe you. I just didn't see that. Breaking so. news. Was it really? Jim, Jim, Jimmy Johnson fans, <laughs> let's hear some applause. Oh, I don't have that sound effect queued up. I'm sorry. Oh, yay. Yay. Um, so this week's how many? For ch for is, chance to win Big D's Pizza next week. Is this going to be another math question? Nope. No math involved Ooh. in this one. This one's a simple how many question. It involves the Gateway Dirt Nationals, which really? are going on this weekend, which uh, we're going to get out of here before uh, they get to the A-Mains tonight. Um, Saturday's main event for the late models. Right. How many flips? are going to be in that race. Just in the late model? Just in that race. There might not be any. There's a good chance there might be zero. But there's been a lot of cars that flip over at the Dome in those tight little... You don't think we should races. count the, the mods, too? No, because then i got to watch both, and I might not get to both first. Just It's easier for me this way. <laughs> so it's all about easy. Yeah. Um. Well, and see, we've already got guesses, so I yeah. can't, we can't change it now. Uh, so, yes, so in the uh, the late model feature, how many cars are going to flip over? And that just, they can get up on their side. 
is going to be my judgment do call, they, I guess. Do they to have it. to stop? No. Okay. No, but so, if they get all the way over on their side, that counts as a flip. And if they came back down and kept going? That's fine. That's a flip. That, that, okay. That just counts as one flip. We're getting real. I'm, we're I'm, getting I'm, way too technical I'm, I'm about this. I'm going to say it's going to be exciting. If, if they get up into the wall, but they're not all the way over on their side, if they're not perfectly perpendicular up and down, you know, with the side on the, the, the ground and the other side up and toward the ceiling, then that does not count. They have to be fully 90 degrees. So you're going to have a protractor so you can measure I will be things. right up against the TV with my... Um, protractor. Sure, yes. That's what it is, Scott. No, I was thinking of the other thing. I always call and it this an is L. Ju- this is just the feature. My square. That's what it is. I my, see. I call it an L. I don't know why people call it a square because it's a square. It's just a 90-degree angle. Oh, boy, Scott. Why would you call it a square? It makes no sense. It's an L or a 7 if you hold it the other way. All right, we've got no okay. track here. So what's your guess? Three. You're three three cars are going to – there's going to be three flips? I, I believe. That's a lot of flips. I'm going to just go with two then and take the easy under on that. Ah. I don't think there will be – there may be one. I would be surprised if there was one. But uh, now they should have to go all the way over. No, 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 no. Nope. 90 degrees. At least 90 degrees. 90 degrees will do it. 90 degrees will count as a flip. So, Dean's saying that now because he said zero. (laughs) (laughs) I see what he's trying to do. So, uh, put your guess in the uh, Facebook Live or the YouTube Live. You have until uh, 7 o'clock Saturday night, 7 o'clock Eastern time, uh, Saturday night, because that's uh, that's when racing starts uh, for the Saturday portion of things. Yeah, and and make sure it's Eastern because I. Because they're over in Central. Yeah, they're, they're Central time. There you go. <laughs> yes, he says. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and uh, no hammer down a hotline this week. Uh, if you do want to call, leave a message, whatever. Say what you hate about the show, like about the show, have an opinion about uh, something we've talked about. You can uh, always call, text anytime at uh, 419-318-3081. No calls or texts this past week, so nothing to pass along. So, sorry. Moving on, though, we have our uh, Big D's Pizza Racing Menu. How about we do that real quick and then get the heck out of here? This weekend, Big D's Pizza Racing Menu. You'd think it'd be quick, but... But wait. (laughs) But wait. Um, Don't forget, we still have uh, hashtag DCR, last chance to get in on that, because we're going to do that drawing here in just a moment. Uh, If you haven't put in hashtag DCR in the comments of our Facebook Live or YouTube Live and you're listening to us live... Uh, then you have uh, just a couple minutes to do so right now. So uh, this weekend, the uh, Dome of America in St. Louis, Missouri. It's uh, the Gateway Dirt Nationals featuring late models and modifieds. Of course, started uh, tonight, goes through Saturday. It's streamed on uh, Flow Racing. Here's your uh, detailed schedule for uh, for things. We'll kind of uh, move past tonight. Night one. Night one is uh, already in progress. On night flow two, racing. Correct. Night two, Friday night, uh, on-track activity begins at 4 p.m. These are Eastern times. I've adjusted it right. from Central okay. times to East. So these are Eastern Standard Times uh, for action at the Gateway Dirt Nationals. On-track activity begins at 4 p.m. for the uh, super late models uh, with hot laps qualifying. Then they'll do uh, modified hot laps qualifying. 6 o'clock tomorrow, 
Same time it started tonight. Right. Was supposed, they were a little late tonight, though. Uh, 6 o'clock, opening ceremonies tomorrow night. They're going to do the super late model heats, uh, modified heats, super late model B main, modified B main, super late model A. I bet you there's going to be a modified A. What do you think? Yeah. And that's yep. going to end up uh, the action on Friday night. Saturday night, again, on-track activity begins at 4 with a late model non-qualifiers 10-lap race. Uh, then they're going to do super late model qualifiers, 10 laps, super late model hot laps, top six locked in. I don't even know what I copied here. Uh, On track activity starts at, at, uh, 4 PM. Seven o'clock is, uh, okay. That's just, that was just uh hot laps qualifying, whatever. Um, seven o'clock opening ceremonies. And then they're going to start with the win in your in super late model last chance qualifier. Win in your in modified last chance qualifier, and then the uh, forty lap super late model A main and modified thirty lap A-main. winner only to the main race to the future. from those last chance yes yep. to the LCQ. But, but I believe there's a non qualifier race. That's uh, what's going on starting about four o'clock. Okay, I could be wrong. There's a lot going on there. But again, uh, the main events are last chance qualifiers. Uh, those two races and the two A mains start at seven o'clock on Saturday night. So that's why you have until then. So you think in the 40 laps, they're going to flip over three times? Yeah. That's not def- that's definitely not out of the realm of possibility. I, I give you that. Let's uh, do our giveaway for our uh, DCR Graphics Hammerdown Racing Report uh, window st- sticker. This is the uh, special edition. Right. Sticker, the uh, 2023 deal featuring the uh, Hammerdown Army on the rear spoiler. I don't know if you can uh, read any of that. Probably not. But uh, these you can't will buy. That, will that sticker get you into the Hammerdown yeah, Army? Yeah, sure, if you want to okay. put this on your car. I mean, right. I probably wouldn't because this is a pretty cool sticker. But, you know, if you want to, that, that, that'll count. Um, let's uh, draw for that now. These are from everybody that put hashtag DCR into... The uh, comments. So we'll do that. Let's uh, push that button. Let's go over here and turn this off so we can make sure that our winner is not obscured. Here we go. You have a one in thirteen chance. One in thirteen chance to win, unless uh, you you maybe did the uh, that little uh, work the system thing I mentioned Ooh, earlier. Yeah. I'm not going to mention what that was. You have to go back and listen to the beginning of the show if you missed that. So here we go. We're drawing for the winner. Of uh, special edition Hammer Down Racing Report window sticker. This week's winner is going to be Kevin Light. Kevin Light. How was how was I in this? How was Hammer Down Racing Report in this? I don't know. Uh, Dave, maybe Dave Kemmer signed. With, he might have done that. Kevin Light, congratulations! Uh, you are this week's winner of. Uh, actually, you got the cool uh, um, Hammer Down Racing Report window sticker, courtesy of special DCR. edition. Graphics, yeah, the one you can't even buy. You have 30 days to uh, pick up your sticker. You can do so at Ron Miller Race Cars. Uh, if you need directions or anything, uh, send us a message uh, or call Ron Miller Race Cars, and uh, we'll help you out there. So congratulations to Kevin Light. We'll probably do another special edition one uh, next week because that will be our last show of the year. That's crazy. How can the That's, year be gone already? I don't know. It just happens. Ugh. 
Uh, but that's uh, about going to do it for this edition of the Hammerdown Racing Report. Thanks to uh, associate producer Dave Kemmer, uh, contributors John Young, Matt Swander, Bob Stazak. Make sure to like us on Facebook. Follow us on X, otherwise known as Twitter. Uh, we're at Hammer Report on there. Talk faster. I want to go watch the race. Listen on your favorite podcasting platform, all of them, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Oh, I forgot to mention that we were uh, charting again on uh, iHeart. In, in, in Australia? In Australia, on iTunes. Did I ever have that down? Uh, yeah, number... Actually, we're in the U.S., too. Ooh. We peaked at number 137 in the U.S. and 136 in you, uh, Australia. When you think about all of the podcasts in the United States... It's got to be with our uh, association with uh, Evergreen Pack. That's in our category, though. Right. That's not I, overall. I, I understand. In our, uh, in our automotive category there. Um, thanks again to our sponsors, DCR Graphics, Dominator Race Products, Oakshade Raceway, Ron Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos. Um, thanks to our guests this week, Tony Anderson, Todd Sherman. Next week, Sandusky Champions Week. Get to Along our... with? Chris Mize. Yeah. He'll be back again to uh, give us a preview of uh, the hangover race. We'll go over all the rules and uh, whatever might be different for uh, this year's edition of that. That race coming up on New Year's Day at Sandusky Speedway. And in addition to that, in addition to us also doing another DCR Graphics uh, special edition Right side up and window sticker giveaway next week on the show. And your chance to win Big D's Pizza with uh, how many. John Young Racing has stepped up. He's going to be uh, having us give away two pit passes, two hot chocolates, two hot dogs. Uh, also, you'll get uh, two autographed driver cards and two window stickers from John Young Racing. Whoa. Yeah. This is Big all print. to one lucky winner? All to one lucky winner. Oh, be, Just all the John Young stuff. Heart. But, yeah. Not everything. Wow. This will be separate from that, but it doesn't mean that one person can't win both because we're going to do uh, probably hashtags for those. Ooh. You have to be listening to the live show to be able to uh, win those. So. Okay. So there you go. That's it. We're out of here. We're going to go uh, enjoy some Gateway Dirt Nationals action. Yes, we are. You have a uh, wonderful night. We'll see you next week for our final show of uh, 2023. See you next week, folks. See ya. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Pit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing, to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Right on! Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix dissecting the 
the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato, and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.